You're listening to the Zipline Logistics Truck Yeah! podcast, where we explore all kinds of hot topics in the logistics industry. Get ready to learn, laugh, and get your brain on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Zipline Logistics Podcast. My name is Jesse Jewett. Joined with me, as always, our Director of Training and Development, Teddy Lee Knox. Teddy, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Happy 10-4 day. Happy 10-4 day. Celebrating a Zipline-created holiday, honoring our carrier partners across the domestic United States. But first, we're going to get into our special guest today. It's going to kind of list out the winners of our 10-4 day. Mm-hmm. And that's our Senior Director of Carrier Sales, Mr. Rick Altoff. Rick, how we doing? Doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to join the podcast. It's an honor to have you, my friend. Honor to have you. We're going to get into uh, Rick. It's going to be all about Rick, first off. Tell us about your career here at Zipline Logistics. You were employee number... Number one. Number one. Number one in your jersey, number one in your hearts. <laughs> employee number one. Tell us about a little bit about your role, right? Did You obviously didn't start off as senior director of carrier sales, or maybe you did. Since you were employee number one, you could kind of do whatever you wanted. <laughs> did not quite start there. Um, came in, started out doing a little bit of everything. This was uh, just over 14 years ago. Came in with a, a customer ops background, a little bit of business development in the industry, and... Just getting a little exposure to all sides of the business. Uh, I quickly just took a, a liking to the carrier side of things, talking to carriers, talking to drivers. There were just, that was a different piece of the puzzle that, uh, you know, day in and day out, figuring out, you know, where's capacity, negotiating rates, expanding our network. Uh, just, just something I really enjoyed. And I, I've just stayed there since and uh, helped grow the team and, you know, grow the business. Do you remember how many loads a day in the, in the early on that, you and others were booking? Ooh. Uh, feels like more than 10, probably less than 30 a day. Yeah. Yeah. And somewhere now we're in, in the hundreds somewhere. Yeah. Uh, probably 10x that I would say. Sure. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. What do you remember about the first day that Teddy walked in? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I remember Teddy I was a little quieter that. back then. No. Um, <laughs> that was true. Yeah, uh, I think uh, she was probably like, what am I getting myself into? Uh, just looking around the room, no. But she um, she came in, head down, was just working hard, kind of off to the side of carrier sales, I remember, and, uh, you know, just kind of soaking it all in, for sure, I remember. What do you remember, Teddy, about your, well, your first day, but you remember meeting Rick? I do remember meeting Rick a lot. I talked to him a lot in the beginning because also Rick was the person that you went to if you had any questions about anything in life, specifically McLeod. If there was anything wrong with McLeod, the system that we use, or we had confusion on it, Rick was there to teach you what to do, how to fix it, how to go around it. But also what I thought was really important is Rick, you always helped everyone a ton, being able to get the right communication over to bridge the gap between the customer and the carrier side. I remember very similar my first few months, days, weeks, etc. with Zipline Logistics. I came in with uh, five years of transportation experience a mutual degree from Miami University of Ohio, and Rick and I hit it off well. He's from Cleveland, fan of University of Michigan. I am from Detroit, fan of Michigan State University. So we mutually bonded over our dislike of our our fandoms. Uh, (laughs) But 
Teddy hit the nail on the head. Rick's always been a, a great ambassador for professionalism in the workplace. So in a in those early years, it was a little bit of a free-for-all here at, at Zipline. Everyone was doing a bunch of different things. Rick was definitely a solutions-minded person, had different experiences with the background on the customer side and the carrier side, and we kind of come together to, to establish a, a kind of a best plan forward versus what we have now, which are which the lines are pretty clear. So thanks, Rick. Oh, thank you. Thank you both for Hard the, to the believe very that it's been words. Thank you. Four, your 14 years here. Mm-hmm. I'm 11 and change, and Teddy's 12. almost at 12. 12. It's a lot of years. It's a lot of years. It's a lot of years. Pretty soon we'll be able to drive here in our in our <laughs> tenure. But today we're talking about ten four day. Ten four day. A zip line created holiday around the phrase ten four. Teddy, mm-hmm. based on your research, what is the word ten four? Where did it come from? Why why is it talked about? Um, well, I think it actually came from Illinois State Police. Using mm-hmm. it for radios because the reception wasn't always clear. So you, you couldn't actually hear someone say, like, can you repeat that or go over it again or I got it. So it started off that way and then it became, I think, in, in the 1940s something that was published and used. But it wasn't until the 1950s due to a popular show called Highway Patrol that um, – more than just the police started to adopt it, carriers started to adopt it. And it goes much more than 10-4. It's 10-1 all the way to, I think, 10-100, and they mean different things. So 10-4 means, okay, received, like I understood you. But you can also say, I think 10-2 is like, I can hear you okay. So there's different things that you'll use them for. And 10-4 is something that became very popular with carriers that I'm hearing you. I heard you on my way. And it's something that we use on our floor a lot, too. Mm-hmm. 10-4. Good Ten- to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ready to rock. Even over I am now, where you don't need to hear anything, you're still saying 10-4. Yeah, 10-4. Uh, I have not seen the 1950s hit television show Highway Patrol, but I imagine if it's created a, a usage of a, a, the 10 phrases, that's it's got to be fantastic. It's got to be up there with the Marvel yeah, Universe, etc. Yeah, ep- certainly epic. <laughs> Some of the things that we've decided or recreated this holiday at Zipline, we've officially started celebrating it on October 4th, 2016. But certainly in those early years, Rick, we, we talked about it. We'd reach out to carriers. Maybe we didn't have quite the marketing budget back then. But how do we celebrate with our carriers? We've got some winners that we're going to talk about here shortly. Sure. There's some internal festivities. Give us some, some rundown of that in, in the years that you remember. Sure. I, I think early on it was an email. To the carrier and, and maybe uh, a T-shirt, something like that. But uh, stickers or a foam truck. Absolutely. I think uh, we also had some framed pieces of paper. Nice. Yes. For a while. I think we may still have framed pieces of paper. Uh, nice. <laughs> I think the nice frames, frames are a little nicer nice now. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's um, it, it certainly started out as a day to um, you know just just celebrate the carriers that we work with. Um, I think I think it's evolved into something twofold. We, it's there's still the carrier aspect of it, you know, identifying and recognizing really key carrier partners, you know, amongst all of our carriers, but really highlighting those that have done a great job for us over the past year and, and celebrating, you know, what they do for us as an extension of of Zipline and our customers. I can touch on that a little bit more, but I think it's also a day that we celebrate internally. We do we do some things here in the office, and I think that's done to you know help carry on the the mission statement of Zipline. For anybody that's been around a long time, there's a whiteboard offices ago, and and, and still probably 
up in certain places to, to improve the lives of transportation professionals. And I think that that's something we, we try to do in here internally on, on that day. And it's, it's also what we're doing with our carriers. So, you know, it's a, a, a great day to, you know, say thanks to a lot of the people that are, you know, out there getting it done. You remember any 10-4 day highlights from your from your past, um, I remember it was a very big day once we got the banner, which yeah, we do, we do put up every yeah. year now. But it was just, it's really fun to walk in and see the banner. We added balloons, different colored balloons. We have snacks. Um, last year, we added a huge cake. And it's just, it's really fun, all the things that we're, we're adding to Definitely like this. food here at this office. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's all I talk about when I'm excited about this office in this podcast. I, I think every once in a while I'll still see an orange sticker from yeah. the one year yeah. we were putting them everywhere uh, we, we could in, in the old office. So, But it's, it's a nice reminder for us to be able to celebrate this because logistics can be tough. Um, it can, you know, you have times of stress, but it's really nice to remember that, you know, without these carriers, we don't have the opportunities that we have to be able to buy things at the store quickly. Yeah. And um, we're all just one big team here, even though our floor is set up a little bit differently. It's nice to be able to appreciate everything and every person that you're working with. Great call. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a great opportunity to uh, recognize those folks on the, like, the front line, if you will. I think Rick hit hit a nail on the head there with like the extension of Zipline. We're an extension of our customers' brands. Our carriers are an extension of us. It all is yeah. a, a symbiotic relationship that results in high-level service across the supply chain. So that's what we're striving for. I'm going to pivot here on our notes before we get to the winners. Okay, we're going to talk about the carriers and our network that we've qualified. Is that okay, okay with you? Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about our carrier qualification process compared to maybe other generalist 3PLs out there, right? 85% of our business is CPG related. It goes onto a retail shelf. Uh, Those types of deliveries, moves, orders, loads, whatever you want to call it, require a little bit of extra effort. So what does that mean as far as the carriers? It's hard to talk to other about other companies' process. I'm not as, uh, you know, in touch with those. But I would say here it's, it's really about working with carriers that you have confidence in, you know, as of late, there's a lot of issues in the industry as far as, you know, who are you actually talking to, who are you working with? But, you know, once you're beyond that, you know, do you have the confidence in them to execute the shipments as you need them to? Is the communication going to be there? Is the service going to be there? Are they, you know, is the capacity going to be reliable? So our, our process really tries to take a lot of them in consideration from the moment that we're, you know, first going to set them up through, you know, monitoring them on the day-to-day. So, you know, background checks, we, we do the best we can there. We, we work with a, a host of monitoring sites that provide us with that data and that, you know, pulls into our system and helps us to make those decisions after setup and, you know, as we continue to monitor them. We ensure that they meet DOT and FMCSA requirements. We make sure that they have the right insurance requirements, you know, the minimums that are pretty industry standard, but there are certain customers that have, you know, higher expectations for, mm-hmm. for cargo insurance coverage, things like that. Uh, we also do different things through those monitoring sites to make sure there's no history of fraud, try to keep track of different changes in their contact information, any reports that are out there by other brokers or shippers. We look into, you know, what kind of experience do you have shipping different types of goods? We ask them a lot about you know, app tracking, GPS capabilities. Early on, a lot of carriers have their own systems that they'll give us links to. But if you're using any of the monitoring sites that we uh, work with specifically, Trucker Tools, MacroPoint, Project 44, 
uh, that goes a long way for us to keep an eye on the freight, but then that also communicates through our proprietary software out to our customers sure. and see those those live pings throughout you know the shipment as it goes from pickup to delivery and then just consistent check-ins you know we don't we don't want to hound our carriers or drivers they got a job to do but just knowing that there are a set of carriers out there that are very proactive with their updates sending you know emails on their own they have 24-hour tracking teams or they're just responsive to our requests and they're not you know impossible to get hold of over the phone or email those are those are things that definitely go a long way for us. And then once they're on board, you know, keeping track of that on-time percentage, our, our software does a good job of letting us know who's who's regularly hitting that expectation, who's mm-hmm. falling short, uh, making sure that you know notes are in our system about you know how well they communicate, if we have issues ever getting updates or they're falling off loads, things like that. We we we're really quick about you know if we have a bad experience or two, you know, looking for other capacities that can that can get it done and and have less disruptions. So. Um, those are really the main things for us. From when you started 14 years ago <laughs> to date you, it's been a pretty significant upgrade, I would say, in the monitoring of carriers or I guess the information flow of carriers. Is that a fair, fair statement? Yeah, very fair. So we used to have a surveyor or a questionnaire. Do we still do this questionnaire, the manual questionnaire, if we don't have the right information? It's evolved a little bit. Sure. Um, th- there is a, a, a questionnaire that... Um, a little easier for them to fill out electronically these days. It's not handwritten and right. faxed in anymore like it used to be. But <laughs> sure. uh, yeah, we, we try to gather as much information as we can on the front end so that we know, you know, what to expect and then fill in the gaps. Yeah. I remember those days. I don't know if that was one of your requirements, Teddy, when you yeah. first started was like, here's a list of carriers, get them on boarded, mm-hmm. qualify them, make sure that they're, we think that they're the right people to work with and partner with, but we need some resources to uh, go through the, the process of, of the, sending out the questionnaire, getting them to fill it out, double-checking the information, et cetera, et cetera. So that was a big uh, first couple months project after I first started. I remember that. Our, our onboarding definitely helps us with that, but we, we also make it a priority to do a lot of ongoing development of carriers. Sure. So ones that we've been working with regularly, just continuing to check in on, you know, how do you operate, what lanes do you look for, do you use, you know, this type of technology or not, you know, certain things that we can try to open up to them so that we're, you know, sharing as much information with them as possible to help us out and, and you know, goes both ways. I like the discovery process as well, is that we've evolved as we're going to get into into our awards, our 10-4-day award winners here. Bear with us, folks. We're going to reveal them soon. But we've evolved from what we consider a typical dry van, yeah. right? Like, that's still the majority of our, our orders, loads, but we've evolved into reefer LTL, dry LTL, refrigerated trucks. So, that was always an interesting development when you talk to these carriers and say, oh, yeah, we've got 200 dry vans. And then as we've established a relationship, now we have this other lane that goes from, you know, Columbus down to uh, Austin, Texas, and it's a reefer. So we're not going to offer it to you guys. We're like, well, we have 42 reefers. Right. Like, it's, oh, my gosh, we didn't even realize that. And that's exciting to just have those discoveries and and connect the dots on a partner that you've been working with. And now, whether it's a different division or whether it's it's the same group and it's just we never wanted to offer it to you because you guys have, you know, 60 pallet, snack dry, snack food loads. Why would we give you our reefer division? Because they won't fit. Yeah. Uh, and now we've we've kind of peeled back the onion and, and continued those relationships in a different mode, which is exciting. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to especially mid and large size carriers to, to really understand all they're going to be able to do for you on that first or second call. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the follow-ups it's as you're booking loads, just asking them, 
you know, what else they're looking for that day, or do you happen to, you know, look for freight out of this city or market or go to here or have this type of equipment and sometimes it's asking a different person even that's you know a different dispatcher that manages a whole different set of drivers or trucks so it's uh it's a it's a constant game i'll say um you know it can certainly be fun a lot of fun at times i think that was something early on that was a part that i really enjoyed that i continue to teddy do you have a particular story about a carrier that you'd like to share with us um a lot um yeah. i would just kind of a general one i would say when i first started it is really nice to think of them as our partners because they really a lot of our carriers that we work with help train me there's a lot of situations where like i wasn't sure how to handle something and i'd ask them like is there any other options we have like how do i explain this and they would give me a lot of information and a lot of feedback that allowed me to go then and continue strengthening our relationships with our customers. You know, I didn't understand my first time going into Costco what to expect or like how to handle a rejection. Right. And then it became like my entire focus like 20 minutes later and created an entire network around it. So I think it's really nice to be able to have you know, someone else is an extension of your company, like you said, Jesse. Mm-hmm. That makes it really, I guess, fun but also beneficial for everybody in their career. And you know, having that information, like Rick explained in the carrier files, understanding like who they are and that they are a qualified carrier, just another one person that you can reach out to to ask for help or advice about something. Like, hey, I know you're reefer, but you're used to going into this retailer. Can you tell me what you know about them? Yeah. So then that way we can kind of continue and expand. And I know that our part- carrier partners will do the same thing to us, mm-hmm. which just makes it really nice. Nice. Rick, you got any good stories you'd like to share with us? You're shaking your head. I've got plenty of stories. But... Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, any that are podcast appropriate. No, um, <laughs> I think it's always great when carriers stop by. You know, being in a, a 3PL brokerage, we're, we're in an office kind of away from the warehouse, the, mm-hmm. you know, the people that work there, the people on the road, um, dispatchers, things like that. So I think anytime we get to meet someone face to face that we interact with on a daily basis or you know have done you know years of business with and we finally get to shake hands and uh you know sit down with them for a while i think that's always a a great experience you know a few years back there was a carrier we worked with for gosh i would say it's probably over a decade now the our main contact went out to iowa to pick up a new truck and he was just driving it back um bobtailing it back to new jersey and he decided to take you know the slightly longer route through Mm -hmm. columbus and he stopped by the office, and he ended up hanging out for a couple hours, getting to meet everybody that he had he had worked with over the years. And, uh, you know, he's somebody that I think early on for myself certainly learned a lot of things about, you know, trucking in that part of the country. You know, to your point, he was somebody that we were just moving over the road, drive and freight with. And lo and behold, you know, came to find out that they had this large drayage side of the business that, you know, we've been working with for you know, close to a decade now. So uh, I think getting to, to meet carriers like that. And then also, you know, when a driver mistakes our address for a warehouse and, yeah. you know, pulls into the parking lot and, uh, yeah. you know, we all look out the window and we're like, okay. Those unintended stop by this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are always good. That's a really great call out on the stop by and putting uh, faces to names in person. There's There's no substitute for that, for shaking somebody's hand and saying thank you. Looking them in the eye, if you will. I've had several interactions late night with carriers. <laughs> and whether it hopefully a load is getting resolved or a solution is coming to fruition. But most of the time it's when something's going bad. And I remember, you know, 11 p.m. 
I've been there for six hours. I'm frustrated. And now we're we're deciding whether the shipper is or the customer is that this load is not going to go. Essentially, we've wasted everyone's time. But I mean, that you, you don't want to look at like that like that. But having the response from a carrier on the phone at that time of night of just being positive and being understanding and kind of making the already difficult issue better goes such a long way. So I, I remember those ones where it's like, you know, I'm not going to chew you out on the phone because that doesn't do anybody any good. But like taking a taking a breath. Hey, man, thanks a lot for the opportunity. I'd love a TONU. We'll get you on the next one and, and moving on. That was a big win early on in my career. Speaking nice. of big wins, we are going to go into the 10 four-day winners. Or Rick, you're going to uh, reveal the list here for us? Sure. I got the list here. Awesome. All right. I, I do have a little additional context I can you know, share Wonderful. about you know, our, our truckload winners. So uh, the truckload side, our East Region winner, uh, this carrier, Rono Express Limited. Uh, they are an Ontario, Canada-based carrier. I'd have to check the history. It might be our First, our first Canadian based outside of the U.S. that I think we've we've recognized this way. Uh, over the last year, they've moved 142 loads for us. A lot of them are coming out of Ontario and going into very strict nighttime receivers in the Northeast. So not the easiest thing. Usually overnight runs, you know, crossing the border. They've done a great job for us over the last year, specifically on that handful of, of lanes. Thank you, Rono Express. Thank you, Teddy. Rono. Cue the applause button. No. <laughs> I don't know which button it is. Look at me blankly. <laughs> All right, on to the West Region. All right, West Region, Alberts Trucking, LLC, Southern California, okay. Los Angeles-based carrier. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did uh, 253 loads for us over the last year, uh, and they primarily have done 100-mile or less runs uh, around Los Angeles, and they, they do a fantastic job for us, moving, moving freight almost every day, probably every day, maybe maybe more than one a day. So. Thank you, Alberts. Appreciate the great job. Central region, I think this carrier's been recognized in the past, I'm pretty sure. Mercer mm-hmm. Transportation, they really operate across all of our regions. They're a fantastic carrier. We work with a great agency based in Tennessee. And over the last year, 816 loads for us. Uh, they're Kentucky-based, but they move all over the place. Can't say enough about you know how important they are to, to what we're doing. So mm-hmm. certainly worthy of, of a lot of recognition. Sticking with the truckload side of things, there was a carrier that was recognized by our operations department for the work they've been doing. Uh, this is Quick Express LLC, and they're being recognized because they have just been absolutely uh, amazing on a very critical lane for, for one of our core customers. And they you know, without fail are picking up delivering on time all the time. Communication is excellent. These deliveries are usually happening between 1 and 4 a.m. in the morning. You know, stuff that has to get to, you know, the destination so it can get on, you know, the next mode of transportation and, and cross continents, things like that. So, um, you know, that's from our operations team. They, they've definitely been, you know, outspoken about the, the appreciation for what they've yeah. done. So uh, thank you, Quick Express, for all of your great work. And then getting into some of the other modes, Reefer LTL, that is H&M Bay Incorporated, our LTL mode, mode winner, Tasmanian Freight Forwarding, and our Drayage and Intermodal mode winner, Bayview Logistics. Nice. So that's a quite a crew there. Seven, ten, four day winners. We look forward to uh, connecting with those folks, making sure they got all the great swag. I believe they're getting some zipline themed swag from us, which is awesome. Thank you to Rick Altoff 
our Senior Director of Carrier Sales, not only for your 14 years of service, but for joining us today uh, on our podcast. Thank you. Teddy, always a, a delight to uh, talk with you. Thank you for running the show. You got it. We encourage all of our listeners to visit Zipline Logistics, www.ziplinelogistics.com. Any carriers out there you want to give us a call, talk to Rick, 888-GO-ZIPLINE. Let's celebrate 10-4 day. We appreciate all our trucking partners out there and all the carriers in the trucking industry. Have a great day, everybody.